Welcome to the Botanica Bazaar podcast with your host, Leilani Bishop. Botanica Bazaar is the go-to destination for those seeking to find vetted and clean products, specifically in the areas of health, wellness, and beauty. This podcast is a continuation of the conversations we are having in our store around wellness, sustainability, activism, parenting, longevity, clean beauty, and more. Whether it be with thought leaders of our time, brand owners, customers or friends, new and old, welcome to Bizarre Conversations. Welcome. We are finally back with the sixth episode of our series. Thank you for your patience. We are excited to introduce you to one of our favorite brands. But before we get into this week's episode, I would like to thank everyone for their feedback and reviews. As well, we'd like to give out a $50 gift certificate to three winners since we have been so delayed with this last episode. If you hear your handle, please email us at bbe at BotanicaBazaar.com. The winners are dun da da Dar Dash C D A R Dash C Reno Pink R E E N O P I N K and Mandy Mundy M A N D Y M U N D Y. Again, if you heard your handle, please email us at BBE at BotanicaBazaar.com, and we will get your gift certificate all set up. Today we are discussing all things shea butter. Karate is the French word for shea, and My Karate is an eco-luxury skincare brand based on the potent ingredient. My Karate is the brainchild of three sisters that we have been obsessed with since they popped up on our radar. Today we have the pleasure of hearing from Naana, the oldest of the three sisters, a dermatologist with a thriving practice. Naana is the chief executive officer of My Karate. While Albina, the next sister in line, practices law and holds the title of chief operating officer for Karate, which leaves us Akua, third but not to be outdone by her sisters, holds degrees in marketing and business and is the chief marketing officer for Karate. As a seasoned founder myself, the skills and knowledge these sisters cover is massive for any company, and it immediately sets them apart. I so love that they get to use these skills to create together. Having origins and family in West Ghana, Karate is a beautiful blend of shared heritage and of giving back. Not only do they support women-run organizations, and sourced from sustainable family-run factories, they founded Shea for Souls. Shea for Souls donates lightly used shoes to the women for their six-mile walk to work and back to pick the Shea. They are also part of the Global Shea Alliance and donate 10% of all proceeds to Black Lives Matter. The best part is the product itself, which with limited ingredients holds an arsenal of goodness not found in most refined shea butters. I hope you enjoy our conversation and get a chance to try out these amazing products. 
Okay, so thank you so much for being with us on the Botanica Bazaar podcast. And to get us started, we usually just kind of asked, um, where, where were you raised and were you raised conventionally or kind of alternatively? Um, so the, since, um, Carrie Tate's three sisters, I'm just representing all three, um, <laughs> all of our, the other two, I should say. Um, so we were raised in, I was born to the, actually myself and Abby, who's number, um, so they're three sisters. So it's myself, who's the oldest. Mm-hmm. I have my sister, Abina, as well as Akua, who's the youngest of the three sisters. And we also have a brother named Kofi. So, uh, Abina and I were both born in Ghana, which is located in West Africa. Um, and then then when my parents, who are both physicians, came over to the U.S. when we were young, um, that's when we moved to uh, the New York, the tri-state area, New York and New Jersey. And so ever since then, we were um, we were raised here in New Jersey, um, and we've all moved around the country and around the world <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, during our life. And but we're pretty much now on the tri-state area, so we're uh, super excited about that. Just as we're very very close knit. Yeah, awesome. Um, And when you guys came over from Africa, did your mom continue using products or um, different remedies or things like that that she had used at home? Yeah, I have to say to my parents, I give them so much kudos because even though they, you know, assimilated to the Western culture, they we still our values and we're all based on. Um, our traditional cultures. So we've always used shea butter growing up um, and we realized that it was not cosmetically elegant. And as a result of that, that is where karate was born from. Um, however, you know, we still um, with our kids right now, because we all have kids, mm. we also make sure that we're traveling back to Ghana. So that way they know where we're from. We, we eat some, tra- we eat traditional foods. Some of us speak, understand the language. We can't really speak it that well. Mm-hmm. Um, but we try to instill those values now, even in our kids. So I thank our parents for, you know, when they came over that they didn't lose Ghana. Mm-hmm. They always made sure that we were taught that where we were originally from. Amazing. Yeah. So um, especially as this world gets watered down, I feel like just to have roots in, you know, your own culture or your own history is so important. Um, so how, tell us about your skincare journey and how you ended up in dermatology. Yeah. So it's so interesting. Um, I, because I'm the, the eldest and being African, you know, it's like, you have to, education is huge. And, um, so I, you know, I told my father at one point, Hey, I want to be an artist. And he was like, "Mm, let's think again. (laughs) (laughs) Let's think again. You could do that on the side, but you have to think, you know, you could choose something else. So, um, I, you know, I, the only thing I knew was medicine just because my parents were, uh, physicians. And, um, so I recall at the, as a teenager going to, um, my mom developed acne going to her dermatology appointment. And I was just fascinated by what the dermatologist did for her. And as a result, I was like, you know what, I'll just keep that in the back of my mind. And I went to college and I thought I would follow my father's footsteps because I went to Wellesley College and I went to all girls school. Um, so I was like, oh, I would be an OB. But 
I realized that that was not the lifestyle for me. Um, I'm a very, I'm a visual learner. So going back to the artistry, being an artist when I was a kid. And so um, when I got into medicine, uh, when they got to medical school, when they had to choose, I was like, you know what? I still love dermatology and that's what I want to do. And plus there are not that many African-American dermatologists out there, especially females. And so I knew that there was, um, there was, I was, there was a calling for me. God knew my mm-hmm. journey and I follow through. You followed it. That's amazing. And so your skin in general, like throughout your life has been, I mean, you, I mean, from your pictures, you guys have beautiful skin. So I don't know if there was ever any issues or anything like that, or just more of an interest in like pertaining skin and skin health. Yeah. I think for me, I mean, luckily I didn't have that many issues, mild acne, but like I said, my mom had some acne issues. Um, Abby has, um, allergies. So she's always had some eczema. And so, um, you know, the, that was always skin is key. And now learning about the gut, how your gut affects your skin is big. And I try to do a lot of education on that with my, um, patients and clients, but also your skincare has to be optimized. And so everything is always talking. And so um, another reason why we wanted a clean product with really good active ingredients. Yeah, you know, that's one of the main things that I, I mean, I grew up eating healthy and my mom really into health and wellness and, you know, gut, but the real and, and kind of understanding the gut skin correlation, but really understanding it on a whole other level since I've had the store. And it's so, it's so helpful, I think, for dermatologists, doctors to address that. Um, and I try and address that in the store too, because so many people don't get that, you know, correlation. I think it's a big, um, key to your own, you know, monitoring your own health and, and wellness. Um, yeah, I yeah. totally agree with you. Your mom did a great job because <laughs> to instill, no, seriously, to instill that at a young age, there's so many kids who eat poorly mm-hmm. and it's because they don't have the exposure, mm-hmm. you know, at a young age to like vegetables and fruits and, you know, enjoying that texture because, you know, as kids, I think it's all about how you're conditioned, right? And then that's how you become as an adult. So I really take an, um, an approach with my kids, just exposing them to the rainbow of fruits and vegetables. And saying, you know, just try it and trying to make it fun for them and actually getting them involved in the kitchen, too. Mm-hmm. And we're always talking about saturated fats and this and that. And, and they'll be like, Mommy, you're like off your game today because you're like really eating this. Sh- you're having a sugary <laughs> diet. And this is my eight year old talking to me. You know, I'm just like, OK, you know, fall back, girl. <laughs> Looking down her nose at you. I love it. Um, exactly. Mom, practice what you preach. I know. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> But, you know, when I go into the, my clinic and I talk my talk to my teenagers about what they're eating and how it's reflecting on their skin, and that's why you have acne, we need to do better. They're just like, oh, okay, you know. So, and you also have to look at the parents. Like, you're also enabling them, too. So I think that it's great for you to be talking to your clients about, listen, it doesn't make sense for you to always buy this product, or you can buy this product, but you have to also make sure that 
you're also taking care of your gut. They work hand in hand. So I, I love that you're having those conversations in the store. Yeah. People come in, they're like, I need hydration. I want this balm or this serum. And I'm like, well, what are you drinking? Exactly. <laughs> and they're like, exactly. wait a minute, that's not what I came in here for. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> but it's also interesting back to teenagers because I have an 18 year old, you know, there's some things like as a, maybe as a girl growing up, I was just a little bit more aware of, but seeing him and his friends and, and also children of clients of ours come in and see, you know, just the little things like washing your face, not touching your skin. You know, it's interesting, like how even my son, like, I mean, this is disgusting and he's probably going to not like this, but like understanding the, we had this whole like science experiment in the mirror with like the difference between a white head and a black head and like how Mm -hmm. you remove those. And I just Uh feel it's like the most basic things. And it just always reminds me like nothing is, is known really, you know, you kind of have to like teach a little bit of everything. Absolutely. 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 Yeah. And you know, just to say that this is like a no, no judge zone, I just want yeah. you to get into, used to it. If you forget once in a while, I get it. But, you know, just try to remember and just be consistent. And I always use this word with all my teenagers, being compliant. Mm. And I guess we need to use it with adults, too, because not all adults are compliant. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> it's so much easier to say, like, we used to, you know, don't do what I say do not what I no, do what I say, not what I do. Sorry. Right. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So your sisters are also very accomplished as well. Can you touch just a little bit on their journeys into their fields? Oh, absolutely. So Abina, she's number two. Um, so she is a, she's a lawyer um, and she works uh, in the city and um, she's pretty amazing. She's so meticulous um, and she helps us out so much. And so I love her because I t- kind of think of, you know, big picture. And then she's like, let's think of, she thinks more about the minutia, which mm. is amazing. Mm-hmm. And then Akua, who's number three, she has an MBA from Columbia. She's all about marketing and sales. She works for Google. Um, and so she also thinks like she's also very meticulous as well, but also big picture and things about sales. So I, we work really well together, all three of us. Yeah, we've we've fanned out on you guys for quite a while now. I know you and we've never actually met or even really spoken that much, but um, just even from a business standpoint, I've always thought it's so brilliant to have you know all that in the family, all that under un, under one umbrella, and to have that resource to be able to work together is like probably I mean I know not all siblings can work well together but um that seems like the best of all the worlds to be able to work Mm -hmm. together and rely on them um and so you you mentioned who was the oldest but was this a collaborative idea from the beginning or was one sister you know leading the helm and the others helped it grow how did it kind of come to fruition Actually, it was quite collaborative. It was so funny how this came about. We were, you know, playing with our shea butter. We just got some from Ghana, like we always do, like every couple of months. And we're like, gosh, it's just so much work. Now that we have kids and we're busy, we have busy lives. We, who has time to be melting all of this? So we're in our parents' kitchen. and Wait, like, so hold and on. I, you guys yeah. were getting just the raw shea butter and making it for yourselves at home exactly so we would just use the straight up raw one all the time and I was like you know what this is a lot of work (laughs) because we were mixing it with other things just to make it like smell good and do this and make it creamy blah 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 
And then we were in my mom's kitchen. We were all there. And I was like, what if we just whipped it all up? So we literally whipped up the shea butter in a KitchenAid. And we all tried it out for like months. And we're like, you know what? This is really good. Why don't we take it to a lab? Nice. <laughs> so that's how Carrot Day was, was nice. born. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, that. And so when the lab got it, and I'm kind of jumping ahead because I was going to talk about production a little bit later, but this is also a side that fascinates me because I've been on all sides of it and always found it um, so much harder than, you know, most people think the production side did they go along with what you guys wanted to do did they try to add ingredients um what was that experience did you find someone that was like-minded right away so you know we were very um intentional who we used because we wanted to use a lab that didn't use a lot of like preservatives and irritants and so forth just because we are you know, as a dermatologist, I'm mindful of ingredients and what can cause irritation. I want to also think about more along on the quote unquote clean, cleaner formulation. Um, so we found a lab that we loved. Um, we worked with them. They also, we said we wanted some plant-based options. So they were able to work with us just because, you know, we we're using shea nuts. Um, so everything kind of aligned and we were able to come up with our, our hero product, our first product, which is the hand cream and then subsequently the body. And then now the lip. Nice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so how did each sister come to their role? Was it kind of obvious based on what everybody did or did that kind of take a minute to to work itself out? I think it was pretty obvious. Like, I'll be honest here. You know, I'm not in the minutia. Like, I, you know, fine details are not me, you know, (laughs) whereas my, you know, Abina is all about that. Yeah. So I, we knew, we know our weaknesses and our strengths. Mm -hmm. And, um, and, you know, over time I've, you know, developed, you know, the minutia, you know, because I've learned a lot from my sister, but, you know, um, but it's just, uh, it's interesting. We already knew where we, um, where our strengths were and um, it was, it was easy. I I think we, we just work really well together and Mm -hmm. we're just really lucky Uh, because I hear all sorts of stories all the time that siblings and businesses just go down. But, um, you know, it's not like, listen, it it was, it's not always roses. Sometimes we do have our fights and, Mm -hmm. um, and so forth, like any siblings would, but all in all, we know what our core mission is and we're family. Let's just move on. Yeah. And it seems like you guys already had, you know, because of your careers, your strong points laid out. So it wasn't like there was, you know, no, I'm better at this. No, I'm better at that. It was like you guys each actually had a career in each of the fields. So it was pretty, seems, you know, pretty obvious who was good at what. And, and obviously it, every part of it, as you know, I'm sure is so different and you have to have like joy for each part of it to really, um, to do well. I mean, marketing for some people is so much fun and then, you know, big picture thinking for other people is so much fun. So, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so it's nice to, to be able to do that. Um, and so, so sourcing from Ghana, I, one of my questions that you'd already answer sourcing from Ghana was always part of the original idea. It sounds like that was because that was, all, what was already happening. Yeah. So sourcing from Ghana was key. You know, we wanted to one, um, because we pick, get our shea nuts, um, and the cream from, uh, a co-op in Ghana, we wanted to make sure that we were giving back and, uh, we really wanted to make sure it was unrefined because that's where you have all the natural properties of the shea butter. And that's, and we know it's going to be healing and soothing and providing those antioxidants from the skin. 
So um, it was just nice to be able to work from where we were, where at least the two of us were born um, and just to go back to our roots. Yeah. And so it's interesting because I'm sure you've seen this too, that there seems to be such trends with products and ingredients and, you know, as it goes. And I, shea butter has come and gone and it's back again, (laughs) I feel like. And also like this season, like the last couple of seasons, it was kind of, you know, vitamin C powder or, you know, seaweed products. And this season, for some reason, I'm hearing jojoba oil again a lot and shea butter (laughs) again a lot. So I feel like, you know, people come back to these core ingredients that have had such an influence um, in the, you know, beauty skincare realm. And so let's just talk about shea butter uh, for a minute. Like, I'm always interested in the process of it. So just quickly, like, how does it grow and the harvest and the process part of that? Is that um, something you guys are, I know you said you work with farms, so I didn't know if that's a process you're involved in or just the end result and kind of like the benefits. I was looking at the benefits on your website and I was kind of blown away with how many things that um, you could use it for. Yeah. So it's, it's pretty amazing that people use uh, shea, the oil for cooking, obviously for lubrication on the skin. Um, but the way it works is the shea tree grows very wild in Eastern and Western Africa. And it produces this, uh, the, the nut, and there's a fruit w- within it. And the co-ops um, in these villages will go and literally walk miles, like six miles, and pick up all these nuts. And then they would bring it to the various factories for them to go ahead and extract um, the oils from it. And then from there, you can um, use it for m- multiple purposes. So, um, so that's, it's, it's, a, it's a little bit more complicated than that, but that's, that, that's yeah. pretty much it in a nutshell. Uh, Shea um, oil, I've, I haven't heard much about as far as cooking and all of that. Is that something that you've seen stateside or is that mostly in Africa? Yeah, you know, I haven't really seen it in uh, stateside. We normally see it in, um, you know, the African countries. Uh, I'm sure if you go to like the African markets, you may mm-hmm. find some Shea, um, shea oil. Um, but it is very nutritious and healthy for you. Uh, just like, you know, just like palm oil, palm oil just gets a really bad reputation because of the way it's manufactured. But our, our father actually has a palm oil farm in Ghana. So that's where we get our palm oil from. And that's what we've put in the, um, hand cream just because of its nutritious value and the nutrients that it has. Yeah. I thought that was really interesting. You know, I think a couple of years ago I, I, um, was really awakened to the devastation that palm oil, you know, the plantations can, can wreak havoc in the world, primarily, you know, um, I don't know if it's Indonesia and, and basically anytime I see a Cheetos package or Doritos package now, I'm like the ring, you know, the, I don't know if it was the orangutans or whatever. So now I realize, yeah, you know, palm oil is out there. It's in many things. And there is such a thing as sustainable, um, environmentally friendly. And, and as I was preparing for this interview, I saw that. So how did your dad get involved in that? Was that before he left? That was something that he had done or, or yeah, just. 
curious about that. Yeah, he's always had this farm. It's like a family farm, so it's in, he's it's not just his, but mm-hmm. it's in the within the family. And um, they they've always had they've always created palm oil, you know. Um, and so when we were uh, at thinking about what else could we add in our hand cream, we we're like, oh, Dad, can we borrow some yeah. of this? <laughs> well, he's like, sure, go ahead. Just call your uncle Alex and go get some palm oil. Yeah. And so, when you guys say you grow or it's grown sustainably compared to others, can you just say what the difference is and and how other? Do you know? I don't know how you if you know how the unsustainable uh, versions. Yeah, yeah. Created, I, you but. know, it's interesting. I don't even know like how the whole. I mean, I've, I've gone to the farm, but you know, there's just acres and acres. I don't even know how many acres you have of just wild palm trees going um, in this large area in Drabin. That's where my father is originally from in Ghana. And they have like a factory, a plant in the front. Um, but, you know, they have, they employ people from the local um, air, uh, village to come and help work on it and so forth. There are no animals, you mm-hmm. know, except for mm-hmm. the, you know, normal wild animals that are there. But, um, and they just do it really naturally. Just people are just picking things and, you know, they're making the oil and that's it. Yeah, that's amazing. I love that. And, you know, it's it's great to just kind of say it on here and out loud that there are sustainable date palm oils and they are good for you. And I think it's as a consumer, it's smart to kind of start looking at the difference and seeing the effects of the unsustainable <laughs> tape palm oils. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so it's so cool. So also I'm just going to touch on some, unless you want to, some of the benefits um, that I had seen on your site. Um, there was treats wounds, anti-macro, I should know this word after this year, anti-microbial um, Mm-hmm. Right, microbiome. The, micro, thank or antimicrobial. You. Thank you. And mm-hmm. inflammation, it helps. It could be used as a moisturizer, eczema for itchy skin, acne, lip balm, rashes, burns, insect is it, like insect bites. I'm I'm assuming razor burn, right. health, hair and scalp mask. I mean, there's just so many uses for it. It's kind of mind blowing. It is, it is. And I think that's why when you mentioned, you know, shea butter seems to be back in vogue. It's just because it has so many properties, right? You can't go wrong. And it's really a natural butter that has um, amazing benefits. So, um, yeah, just to, uh, you know, it does help. It's a moisturizer. So basically it's it, it's a, it just sits on the skin. So therefore, you know, when your skin throughout the day loses a lot of water, the shea butter will sit on it to help trap that water. And that's the moisturizing effect. But because it has so many antioxidants in it, it's also helping with some of the free radicals that are kind of created um, throughout the day from either environmental stress, ultraviolet stress, gut stress. So that's really helpful as well. Um, so shea butter is awesome. You just have to, I think when it comes to shea butter products, I think that's when the consumer needs to go ahead and really familiarize themselves with the ingredients that are mixed with the shea butter to make sure that it aligns with them. Yeah. You, I had noticed you guys talked about the coloration as well. And, and it it is, it's interesting. It's one of those products that it always drives me crazy when they do this, but it's, 
shea butter, like it's a one ingredient product. And then you look at the, you know, the ingredients and there's all these preservatives, or I think you had mentioned too, like when it's super refined, that the coloration is different and a lot of the benefits of it are actually uh, removed or taken out of it. Correct. Yeah. Um, it's so interesting when people are like, Oh, is this a good product? And then you're like, you see like a hundred different chemicals there and you're just like, Oh my gosh, yeah. <laughs> even I'm like confused and dizzy at this point. Um, you know, you, we need preservatives. We don't want things to mold on the shelf. So you, there are some good preservatives and bad preservatives. And, and unfortunately there are some preservatives that just get bad press, but, um, you just want to make sure that you just, the consumer does their due diligence mm-hmm. and, um, just make sure that it, you know, it aligns with your philosophies. You know, there's some people who just don't care and there are other people who are just more conscientious. Yeah, I mean, that kind of brings me to, like, what has your personal experience been with the beauty and skincare industry? Yeah, you know, it's so interesting. I wish the U.S. would take more of an approach with what the European countries are doing and also Canada. They, You know, they just have so many more restrictions. And just because, um, and I love the transparencies over there, you know, it's yeah. like it's either this or this. Unfortunately, we don't have that here. And it's really, really frustrating because it confuses the consumer. And um, and, I, and, and I think it, it's it's unfortunate, unfortunate. And it's also a detriment because then some consumers are getting irritated. They're getting acne. There's endocrine disruptors. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just a whole lot. So I, I think it really, um, it's really important for the consumer just to be, to use um just to educate themselves on the ingredients go on the uh the company's websites and just really understand where the company is coming from absolutely and you know it's interesting too because i feel like um whenever i drive through like communities of color or communities that you know are diverse that there's a whole separate campaigns and whole separate you know product lines um that just don't feel I don't know I guess that's really been irritating me (laughs) uh just like how blatant that a capitalist industry is on how they um sell and the ingredients that they put into, you know, different products that they sell to different communities. And I feel like that if we could at least all get on the same page too, um, on just the products that we use and what we're putting out there. And, you know, like you said, having, um, clarity and in ingredients and and I was also thinking maybe Abina should be involved with legislation <laughs> yeah yeah absolutely I mean it's yeah skincare and politics and then also you know it goes down to food I mean yeah. it's just when you're driving in these communities what do you see it's all fast food no, you know it's, it's these it's horrible it's horrible it's horrible yeah deserts right or yeah and i mean especially when you look at the first millionaire woman in america um is it the walker walker Walker. yeah Yeah. mj Mm -hmm. walker and to Mm -hmm. me i'm like okay this is a capitalist country the we love money um you know clearly there's a community that will pay a lot of money for amazing products and yet we're that have full, totally fallen flat 
um, in that in that area. And I, um, yeah. Anyways, I digress. That's another podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, what are some of the unforeseen hardships that have come up in creating your own line and getting it out there and and all of that from anyone that's looking to start a product line or you know anything that could be helpful yeah I think you have to be it's there's a lot that goes into it because there's no cookbook and no one's really going to say hey do this go to this lab Mm -hmm. um one, you have the unique capital, you need money, right? Uh, you need storage. <laughs> <laughs> True. Uh, that was something cap- I'd like, oh, I had a fragrance line and they were like, okay, you can pick everything up now. And I'm like, oh, but where am I going to put right. it? Exactly. You, you kind of forget about that, right? Yeah. All the, <laughs> all the chain line, like, uh, yeah. Sorry. Supply chain. Yeah, yeah, totally. So the whole supply chain. Um, but I think, and also I think the hardest part is also one thing is I have, uh, you know, working with people close to you. So we're all in the tri-state area. So we were intentional on picking labs and working with vendors nearby because when you're working with vendors on the other, like in California, for instance, you know, it's, there's always shipping and delays and so forth. So, and now look what's going on in the Suez Canal. So I'm just like, you know, it's yeah. nice to make sure that you're very strategic about who you're going to work with. Are they close by? Can you drive there? So there's a lot of logistical things. And now in COVID, everything is just taking a lot longer. Um, so you, you just have to be very, very patient. Mm-hmm. Um, but the most important thing is just making sure that you stay true to yourself, staying true to your, you know, your, your values and your consumers. I remember, you know, there was one person would say, oh, can you take out the fragrance from this? Can you take out this ingredient? Can you take out that? And we're like, no, we can't take, we can't make all these changes just for you. You know, our product is our product. We love it. Um, of course, we're, we're not going to be a product for everybody, um, but we do have our followers and, and, you know, we embrace that. Yeah, no, it's it's very interesting. Um, you have to say so true to yourself and what you're doing. I mean, I think anybody that has done this has experienced someone coming in saying, but I don't like it like that. <laughs> mm-hmm. and you're like, well, okay, that's fine, you know. And it's it's, but it is hard to to you know. You have to. Um, I did an interview with April Gargiulio from Vintner's Daughter, and she just talked mm. about you know your north star. You have to know your north star and and be very clear on what that is and and how you get there. Um, and it's so true. That's so smart. I'm all, that's so smart of you guys, the whole logistical <laughs> aspect. And I think that, you know, speaks to you guys coming from maybe from a, another country and knowing that and also other industries and aspects of working tightly. Cause that wasn't something that I had thought of, you know, even just the cost of the shipping, the product across country, or if you're doing development and having to send samples back and forth or not being able to be like right there. I mean, it's, imperative to be able to drive um to you know either the lab or or fulfillment center or or wherever that is um so what were some unexpected joys from this or have been so far 
I think also just um, the unexpected joys are just when the re um, when people receive the product and you get those reviews like, oh my gosh, this is so amazing. I've been looking for a product like this for such a long time. And I love your story, you know, it resonates with me. Or like when a store is like, yes, I want to carry your line. Or you get that unexpected email. We just got an email from someone in South Africa who said they wanted our products. And so it's just so, or in the Bahamas, you know, so it's nice when people like are reaching out to you and you didn't solicit, you know, uh, uh, them and they say they want to carry your line and you're just like, oh my gosh, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that is so true. I mean, that's the best really, you know, um, because it just, it's it, the product is speaking for itself and, you know, it does, especially in this dryness and all this time, your, your product just flies off our shelves and I, you know, it's, it's funny because people now are coming in going, do you have, you know, pure shea butter? So people are being educated, you know, they're learning yes. and it's nice that they have a product such as yours to be able to buy <laughs> when they're actually searching for that. Um, and then let's just chat real quickly too about the, um, the other women run organizations in Ghana that you guys support. Are you, you had one. Shape for uh, Souls. Shape yeah. for Souls. Is that something you guys started or is that something you support? No, we started it. So what we, so when we were in Ghana in 2019, we went to go up to the factory to go visit um, the owner just to see how everything was run and, uh, and so forth. And um, when we were there, we we're like, Can we go visit the women who pick our nuts. So they took us uh, to the co-op and we heard their story. Actually, at the time we brought them hats. I made wide brim hats just because it's Ghana. It's, there's a lot of sun exposure. I was like, we all have to protect your skin. And then we also brought them tubes of karate. I was like, because of you, we were able to um, make this product. So we gave them our hand cream as a gift, as a token. And so when they were telling us their story about like, oh yeah, you know, we have to wear these boots um, when we're in the wild because there's snakes and scorpions, you know, while they're picking their nuts. But in order to get to the forest where the shade nuts are, are growing, um, where the shade trees are, the, they have to walk six miles. And they're walking in what we call chaliwates. Chaliwates are just slippers or flip-flops. Mm -hmm. And we're like, that is not, that's not cool. No. So we're like, you know what, let's just go, when we go back home, let's ask for donations and we'll match everything and bring all these sneakers back. So we ask them for their sizes. So we have their names, their sizes. And we were supposed to go back in 2020 oh. and bring it back. Oh. And guess what? And guess what happened in 2020? Uh, the world shut down. Who could The have world known? shut down. Co Jeez. Mr. and Mrs. COVID-19. <laughs> so we're, yeah, we're still collecting. And I think I'm, I'm praying that, you know, we, we're all vaccinated. Um, we're just waiting for the kids to get vaccinated so we can just jump on that plane yeah. and just make that delivery at the end of the year. And I think it will be an amazing Christmas gift for all of them. So um, we're just hoping that everything goes well with the vaccines for kids. Yeah. And, and you know, it's so true. I, I have a friend here who's involved in Hoops for Hopes, which is a basketball program in Africa. And, you know, it's like you think you think you can just donate, um, you know, something and it ends up there quickly. And he's like, no, these all go into a huge container and then they get there like a year and a half later. So it's, it's a very, um, 
yeah, it's not an easy process to be philanthropic, philanthropic all the time. And as a small business, how do you find that works as far as your bottom line? Is that something that is easy to do or is that, um, you know, I just want to encourage other brands because it's such a nice thing to be able to do to give back if, um, you know, if people are like, well, I can't do that with my bottom line, but I feel like even a little bit helps. Is there anything you can say yeah. to that? I think, you know what, we're all human, right? Like we all, you have to pave the way for other people, right? Um, so we got here from, you know, one, you know, our parents and people paved the way for us. So why not, why not do the same thing uh, for other people? So, you know, and it's, it's just a small token. It's not anything big, but it will empower their livelihood or make them better. So I think everyone should try to empower others. Um, that's how we did it in Carite. Um, you know, when we when we give them the sneakers, we're gonna hopefully take it, you know, level up and maybe get give them bikes and do this. We, you know, hopefully that's like the plan in the future. Um, I know in my practice, whenever I'm engaged with um, my patients, when I have teenagers or young adults, I always encourage them to make sure they get their education. And I always say that, you know, you, you should act this way. Don't, you know, don't do too many things on social media. Everybody's watching you. I pretend that, you know, I, I'm like their mother yeah. and their parents are always like, can you come home with me? I'm like, no, <laughs> only here. Yeah. Okay. I already have my own kids and my own family. Yeah. All right. <laughs> but I think it's important, you know, we, it's like great, you know, it's like a village. We're all supporting each other. And I think all the, you know, we should all try to empower each other. Absolutely. And I, you know, for me, that is where the nectar is and the gold is like seeing everyone succeed. You know, I, I think, you know, doing well and having others do well because you're doing, I mean, that's one of the reasons I love the stores because we can support brands like yours that are in turn supporting other things. We can support our own initiatives. You know, um, it's, it, it takes a village, like you said, to make the world go round. And it's like, it's also one of those unexpected joys of owning a business and being able to see. It's just giving is so um, fulfilling when you see what you've given gives to someone else, um, especially when it comes to you know, somebody that's helping you and, and then you're seeing what they have to go through to do that. And, um, the full circle I love anyways, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that kind of wraps it up. I'm, I'm, we love, and I, karate, this is our joke. I'm like, am I going to pronounce this correctly? Is it carrot? It's karate, correct? Uh, yeah, it's karate. Okay, mm -hmm. great. So we love karate. We love having it in the store. The story of the sisters is something that we share all the time. And it's just, um, for us, one of the many reasons why we do what we do. So thank you guys for being so committed to creating such a beautiful product, to giving back um, to your community, and to like sharing and spreading you know, the, the knowledge of clean beauty and clean health and, and being, and the importance of, of, of ingredients really. Um, we thank you so much. Oh, of course. Of course. Thank you for having us. I, I love, um, we love that you're supporting us and we really, I think our values align with your store and, um, 
So thank you, thank you, thank you. Awesome. Well, tell your sisters aloha. It was so nice to speak to you, and we'll speak to you soon. Absolutely. Enjoy your weekend, okay? okay? Thank you. Take care. All right. Bye. Thank you so much for being a part of our conversation. To learn more about us and our community, head over to our website, www.botanicabazaar.com. Join our newsletter and receive 10% off your first order. As well, you can follow us on Instagram at Botanica Bazaar. And don't forget to leave a five-star review to be entered to win a $50 gift certificate to Botanica Bazaar, announced here on the pod once a month. Thank you for your time and be well.